and people do this, in seven days of going all in, at the end of seven days, their body looks like, genetically, with all the metabolites, that they're literally in a different environment. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and can't get a hold of anyone if you only had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. I feel like a lot of people um, see you, Joe, and they see that you've got this mastery level of this. You've been teaching this for a long time and studying this. You've now got scientists and universities and research and all these different things proving the results in, in the, mm -hmm. your studies over the last 20 plus years, 30 years now you've been doing this, 20 plus? Long, a long time. Since you were, <laughs> since you were born, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm curious, and I think a lot of people listening or watching that are could be curious about what is your thing that might come in every now and then as a limiting belief for you. Oh God. Or something that well, I'm no holds different. You back. I'm no different than anybody else. I mean, of course, I mean. And what uh, are those things then that hold you back or that maybe limit you or get you into the memories of a fear state as opposed to the future? Look, it takes, a, it takes a lot for me to do what I do. I mean, there's a, a lot, lot of energy. Of, there's a lot of people that would love to see me fail, you know, and, and, um, you know, the beauty behind my, I think, my perseverance uh, is that we're uncovering some really powerful truths for people to, like, really embrace. Mm -hmm. Like, I keep telling the scientists, I can't believe this is the truth. I tell them that. Like, I can't believe this is the truth. We have the evidence right there that... You could make your brain work better in four days. You could make your heart work better in four days. You could make you could make your immune system fifty percent stronger in four days. You could you could regulate eight different genes in four days that are all promoting neurogenesis and stem cell production and and oxidative balance and all kinds of wonderful things that are cellular structures enhanced. 
all of this stuff is really cool because if you don't know that that's possible, mm. right, then it doesn't exist for you, right? Like if you're, if you're unconscious to the fact that you could heal yourself, you'll make the same choice as you always do. So, so I'm challenged in my own way at a different level to, to, to do my best to do the right, make the right choices all the time. And sometimes those choices, um, I, can't, I can't rely on anybody else but me to make those choices mm. because nobody else knows what it's like to be me than me. Even right. my closest friends think they know me, but, they, but when it comes down to making the choice, it's a, it's a lonely moment, right? Because I'm doing my best to try to preserve this work and to inspire people to apply it in their lives yes. as many ways as I can. So, so, so a lot of times I get discouraged, like, oh my God, like another challenge, another challenge. But you know, I think you know, when I'm truly in the right zone, I, I, I think the only way that we actually can grow in our lives is to be challenged, right? So, and I, and I think that I think uh, the, greater, the greater we evolve or the greater we become, I think the greater the challenges, you know? And so, so I'm, I have my own set of challenges that I have to really retreat from my life. I have to spend a lot of time alone and I have really? to remember that vision and, I have to, and I, have to, I have to get beyond all those other things that say, wow, my God, this, is, this might be a good time for you to quit. Or really? this is a good time for you to say, wow, this is getting pretty intense. What, what would you say is the biggest challenge? Is it the internal conversation about just... No, there's just, it's just a lot of moving parts. We have yeah. a, we have a, a big, we have team, big team. We, have, we run events for thousands month, of yeah. people. We have staff. We have volunteers. We have scientists. We have... Uh, papers. I mean, we have growth. We have websites, social media. Yeah. You know, we have. It's, it's all just a, a lot, lot of moving parts. Yeah, a lot of moving parts. And and so, I think for me personally, I, I don't. I guess I could say this is, is that that um, what I love to do more than anything else is to create. Right. I mean, the meditations that I develop and the things that I think about and the music that we work on creating, all that stuff. We've got great science to sh I know now mm. what music works. I know what words work. I know the rhythm. I know the cadence. I know the mathematics of music that works really well. So like that stuff is the fun stuff. Mm. That's stuff. That's where I want to be in a studio yeah. and with the sound and making the right meditations for people to, but I'm running, you know, I'm running a lot. I'm doing a lot of things over here. So the balance in my life to be able to make time for myself and the people that I love uh, and, and keep that private and keep that special and at the same time interface with the world and and provide them the tools to make measurable changes in their lives and you know you come up against a lot of challenges uh, in that process you know? what do you think will be the biggest challenge you face over the next few years oh either, gosh either gosh. personally professionally spiritually um I physically think, yeah no I, I just I really just think it's my it's 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 my balance you know I mean and we run I mean we run a week-long event I'm once a month yeah, right. we're, but we're going, you know, six, five in the morning till, till seven, eight at night. And, and, but it doesn't matter to me because that's the easy part. Being at an event is like a spiritual rave. I mean, wow. our, events are, our <laughs> events are like nothing you'll ever see. I've heard, I've had so many people go yeah, yeah. that listen to our interviews yeah. and they go yeah. and they're just like, yeah. it's incredible you have to come. So yeah. this year... You're not, allowed, you're not allowed. I'll to come I'm sneaking in. I'm breaking through security. Disguising myself. But I mean, I have. In. Look, I have a lot of challenges. I have a lot of challenges, just like anybody. I'm no different than you. You know, I react. You know, of course. And you know, the the question I have for myself is, how long you're going to do that yeah. for? Like, how long are you going to keep that up? Like, right. well, you know better. So, so defaulting 
and remembering, I think, is, is such a great thing for us to do. So I work on that. Um, so you might default to a, a reaction for, and you give yourself, what, an hour or two hours? No, I, I, well, I try. You know, I try to keep it under <laughs> 10, 15 minutes. But well, then of course. Sometimes, so sometimes it it's easier than others, just like anything else. What's the biggest trigger for you? I'm curious. What's the thing that gives you a default reaction that you're like, ah, I know I need to improve that? God, I... I um, I think I think the thing that I care the most about is is really just keeping this work as pure as possible. I think I care a lot about that. Do so, people try to not try to muck it up or something? Well, there's always there's always variations of it, you know. Uh-huh. So I, I guess I, if you were, if I was really honest, I would want to say that I would want to keep it as pure as possible. That's what I work on. How do you keep it pure? What's pure mean? Well, just just in its in its in its an origin it's in its original version, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your your morning and evening meditation is incredible. I don't know if people yeah. well that's that's a great example of metacognition. That's a great example of reminding yourself of who you want to be and who you no longer want to be, and then check in at the end of the day. You say, "I had a whole lifetime today. How did I do?" Incredible. Yeah. yeah, and your evening meditation. I listen to the morning one and the evening uh, often, and the evening one you have this thing where it's like, "How did I show up? Did I show up as my best version of myself?" Mm-hmm. And Mm-hmm. And that I do so the we, things I said I was going to do, and, yeah. you know, and it's a beautiful reminder of having accountability. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Accountability is one of the three things that creates excellence. You know, you, accountability is is basically owning what you say you're going to do or what you're asked to do. The other element, of course, is competence. You got to be really good at it. And if it takes you your whole life to get good at it, get good at it. And if you have a vision or a mission that's bigger than you, and you put those three things together. You have a lot of excellence in an individual. Mm-hmm. Vision bigger than you. Yeah, you got to be able to master your craft. You got to you got to be really accountable and responsible for yourself. You got to own yourself, and you got to have that vision, and you got to keep that vision alive. And that's heading in a di- vision, purpose, mission is ongoing. You could have a mission to be healthy. You could have a mission to be wealthy. You could have a mission. You could have you know, purpose to be you know. Uh, to gain knowledge. There's never an end, right? right? So it's a direction. The goals we set up along the line of our vision are just to remind us that we're still on course, right? Mm-hmm. And if we're not arriving at those goals, then we've lost our vision. Do you feel like each individual should have a vision statement for their personal no. or professional life no. or just have an idea no. of a vision in your no. mind? No. I think it's really important for us to be curious. I mean, I'm the best when I wonder. Mm-hmm. Like I say, I always say, Joe Dispenza, what do you know? Sit down, don't turn your phone on, shut it off, ask, answer the question. What do you know? Like, what do you, you really believe you create reality? At what point do you stop believing that, you know? I mean, I really, I want to know, I want to think that through all the way because I think the more we understand what we're doing and why we're doing it, I think the how gets easier, mm-hmm. right? So I spend a lot of time reviewing knowledge and information and thinking about ways to teach it better or easier for people that make it more practical, yes. more simple. And I can tell you there's such a quickening going on in our culture right now. People are so ready to really embrace this information. They've had it doing mm-hmm. another way in other ways. And 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 so so taking that time to really think and contemplate is such an important process because when it gets stale and it gets routine and it gets boring. You just forgot what you were doing and why you're doing it, right? And right. sign it back up and relearn it and get down to the basics again. What was the biggest discovery you found in the last five to 10 years based on practicing, trying, learning, research? What was the thing yeah. that was like, wow, this is, a, this is a new thing or a thing I thought that was gonna work and 
it's actually working. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if we have enough time for that, but we have <laughs> we, we have, well, the research that we're doing right now, Lewis. Um, we'll give you an example, like a, tr a drug study. You know, when you do a drug study, it's about 18 to 25 percent correlative cause and effect, right? Uh -huh. our, our studies are 75% cause and effect. There's wow. no pharmaceutical that looks anything like our studies. And the amount of wonderful metabolites that are being created in people's bodies. What is a metabolite? It's a, like a cell is releasing information. Like what is, what is the information? Is that the cell is saying, I'm in growth or I'm in trouble, I'm in emergency, I'm in, I'm, I'm in disease, uh -huh. right? So, in seven days at a week-long event, we'd, we discovered that people make thousands of different metabolites to show that their body is in a very different environment, very healthy environment. And, and Then when they walked in, then, in the beginning. Yeah, and when they walked, dramatic changes. And I keep saying to the scientists, where are those chemicals coming from? Where are they coming from? They're certainly not coming from some pill that you're taking. It's coming from within us. Oh. And our nervous system is the greatest pharmacy in the world. I mean, you take blood from an advanced meditator that hits a certain brainwave state. We capture that moment of connection. There's information in their blood that causes them to be immune to viruses, any virus. You take the blood of the advanced meditator and you subject it to a uterine cancer cell and 70% of the energy is diminished in the cancer cell. Lights are out. Mm. That, that it just shuts it down. Shuts it down. What do cancer cells want to do? They want to move and they, they want to multiply. Yeah, yeah. So if you take away energy, they can't move, they can't multiply. It's, 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 it's exactly what we're seeing in our testimonials. You take the blood of an advanced meditator and you subject to a neuron, it downregulates the gene for Alzheimer's. Like there's wholeness. There's 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 information in that in the chemistry of their blood that's not coming from anywhere out there. Their eyes are closed. The music's playing in the background. Right. There's, they're not eating, they're not saying they're, they're, they're not doing they're sitting still. They're not being massaged, they're not having like liquid they're, dry. They're, 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 they're not taking any injections, IVs no IVs, now. no. They're 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 making strong compounds in their body. That's from within. From within. Is that them. from thought into brain, into heart, body? It, How does that No, back to our, our original conversation yes. about putting our attention on matter and putting our attention on energy. Well, the quantum field right, is, you know, you look at reality, it's a particle in the wave, right? A particle is matter, the wave is energy. Okay, so um, it's a scientific fact that we perceive less than 1% of reality. And as a matter of fact, the mathematics say it's 100% that we perceive less than 1% of reality. So don't exclude yourself yes. from that as well. So okay. we're missing out on a lot, right? Okay. So our perceptions, our faculties are only perceiving 1% of what's actually real. Well, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So our sight, our, our we're, taste, we're our smell, only 1% yeah. of our reality, of what's yeah. actually... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we're missing out on a lot. So even if we could get to 2 or 3%, it'd be a whole new world. Called enlightenment, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. so, so, then, so then what we teach people to do is take their attention off the particle, off matter. Uh -huh. and put it on energy. And you can't experience that energy with your senses. 
so you're going to experience it with your awareness, okay? So mm -hmm. what happens, okay? Yes. Person changes their brain waves from high beta, that aroused state we talked about earlier. They start sensing space. Their brain waves slow down to alpha. Why? Because when you're sensing, you're not analyzing and thinking. And if you're not analyzing and thinking, you're not in beta. So you start dropping down and the brain switches to alpha. And in alpha, your inner world tends to be more real than your outer world. Alpha is a creative state, okay? So in beta, the voice in your head is always talking to you. Do this, do that, it's a, that default, right? In, in alpha, the voice kind of goes away and you see more in images and pictures. You're dreaming, right? You're remembering stuff and it's more, it's more imagery, right? So it's an imaginary state. When we see people move into that state, they don't just move into any kind of alpha. They move into that coherent alpha. Now the whole brain mm -hmm. is in cadence. It's, it's sending out very strong signals, right? If you can get a person dialed down into theta where they're completely relaxed, the body is so relaxed that it's resting in a light sleep. Yes. And they're still awake and they're conscious. The door between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind is wide open to information. In fact, theta is a hypnotic state. Um, so when you're mm -hmm. being hypnotized, you're suggestible to whatever somebody's telling you, right? But if you're in a meditation and you're suggestible to information, but your eyes are closed, there's music playing in the background, you're disconnected from your environment, there's only one other place information can come from, and that's frequency. Frequency carries information. Wi-Fi signals, radio waves, TV waves, they're all carrying information and that antenna decodes it, okay. It's just kind of crazy when you think about it. You know, 10 years ago, if you'd have said, hey, you're gonna have a, a, a physical device and you can see someone across the world, yeah. we'd have been like, what? How is yeah, this even possible? So Star Trek, right? It's crazy, yeah. right? So, so, so that's exactly what the brain does. It transduces frequency into very profound experiences internally. And when that happens, the person is suggestible to information. The more coherent their brain and heart is, the more there's a resonance between the unified field, which is an orderly field, there's order, and the order in their brain, and the brain can decode frequency, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden the person goes into these brilliant, brilliant states of high gamma, not a little gamma, not a lot of gamma. And what happens when we're in a high state of gamma? They're in, they're in a very aroused state. Now, the arous <laughs> Spiritually aroused. No, the arousal is not fear. Okay. The arousal is not pain. And the arousal is not uh, uh, aggression. The arousal is ecstasy. The person mm -hmm. is feeling a very familiar, unfamiliar feeling where they feel like they forgot something that they knew all their entire life. They start connecting to energy and they, they, there's no word. People say bliss, ecstasy, more love than I could ever explain. I'm so grateful. Transcendence, whatever. Whatever that is. And we actually can induce that state. We can predict it and we can replicate it. And the scans look exactly the same. And it's not the thinking brain that is in that aroused state. The lights are out there. It's They're in theta, they're shut up. It's, it's the, the limbic brain, the seat of the autonomic nervous system that's sending such fast, coherent information to every single cell in the body. And it's energy that's touching the cell and the person feels like they're electric. They wow. feel like, they're, like they're, 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 there's an awakening that takes place. Now what comes with that, many times, is a biological upgrade. Energy starts to inform matter. There's a tumor. Now it's gone. There's the Parkinson's. Now it's gone. There's the eczema. Now it's, it's gone. Gone. You see this all the time. With yeah, your it's events. kind of wild. Yeah, yeah. So, so, we're, so what we're doing is we're drawing the blood from people at the event. that have that that ex that have that experience right after they have that experience, really? and 24 hours later, and we're finding the most incredible things in that blood. That's what I keep saying. Where is that? In where is that? Where is that 
all those chemicals coming from? Where are those it's metabolic- not from a medicine. It's so cool. It's coming from within us, right? So, so, so the data that we have, we did the largest microbiome study uh, in, in the world, actually. Wow. We, we did 1,000 people, and we had um, you know, measured uh, uh, you know, micro, human microbiome. And there's more cells that, that live in your body than the cells that make up your body, and they have dramatic influences on so many different functions in our body. And in just our preliminary studies, we saw the, the microbiome that's associated with cancer growth dramatically reduced. Wow. We saw the microbiome that's associated with, with inflammation dramatically reduced. We found the microbiome that causes a person to be resistant from treatment for cancer significantly reduced. Like you're just finding all this crazy stuff. When these scientists are, are seeing this data that they're working with the people that come into your events and they're seeing this massive reduction. They were all skeptics, by the way. Yeah, and what yeah. do they say when they see okay. the results? Are they like, no, no, nah. no, in the beginning, they were running the tests, the same tests over and over again, <laughs> expecting to get a different result. Yeah. And, and I said to them, you're changing your belief you're doing that right now. You're changing a belief right now. They're looking and seeing, oh my God, cells are not behaving the way they should in this plasma. Let's run it again. It's, let's run it again. <laughs> then back. let's do it another way. Yeah. Let's do it. And they tried all the different ways and they're like, oh my God, this is this is incredible. This is this is we've never seen anything like this before. So again, why is that important? The testimony of the person who stands on the stage and says, I didn't have two dollars to rub together and now I I'm worth hundreds of millions of dollars. The person who says I was diagnosed with stage four cancer, it was in my bones, it was in my liver, it was in my lungs, it was in my, you know, my, my pelvic organs. This is not a drop of cancer in her blood. And this happens all the time. It's the four minute mile. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host so listen we all know life is full of yada yada like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print and i know you've dealt with yada yada before like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else and yes it is possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included but you don't take yada yada in life so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider metro by t-mobile has no contracts no credit checks no surprises and nada yada yada stop by one of over six thousand metro stores nationwide 
When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. Too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's the person in the audience who's mm -hmm. looking at looking at truth. That person's the example of truth. Truth is right in front of them and the story is not glamorous. You know, they got worse before they got better. They're, they lost things. The doctors told them they were going to die. I mean, they had every reason to give up on themselves. Mm -hmm. And man, when you hear those stories, I mean, the whole audience is in tears. And invariably, somebody in the room is looking at them and saying, if he can do it, I can do it. Yes. Invariably, when we put up that data, the scientists put it up. I, I always say, I'm, I'm not... I'm not saying that. I'm not saying this. The data is saying that. Like when people see that data, they're so encouraged. Mm. It's the truth. That's the truth. Like wow, we are greater than we think. We're more powerful than we know. We're more unlimited than we could ever dream. Right, and we're just starting to push that envelope a little bit. And we have never been disappointed. We 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 do these experiments with random event generators, right? With what? A random event generator. Random event generator. generator. Like so, it's a sophisticated uh, coin toss. Uh -huh. And you toss a coin, you keep tossing it. Uh, the more you toss it, the more it's going to be 50-50. 50% heads, 50% sales. The more you toss it, it's going to be 50% average. So this programmed machine flips a coin a thousand times in one second. We get a collective wow. network of observers, a collective consciousness of people that are all resonating at the same frequency. We teach them how to do that. And the moment they go into a certain state, <laughs> random events are no longer random and they become very intentional. In other words, they're influencing a machine that's programmed to go 50-50 to behave in a very different way. They're, they're, their energy is somehow altering the mechanism of a machine huh, really? over and over again. So then, okay, so something's happening where random events are no longer random. They're becoming more intentional and the collective network of observers that have brain and heart coherence somehow can produce measurable effects in reality. Okay, so then we said, God, it happened every time. Let's take cells and let's program these bacterial cells to either make a red protein or a green protein. And it's a 50-50 shot too. And of course, if you look at a colony of bacteria, you see this kind of brownish color. And if you get really close, there's red ones and there's green ones. And mm. it's usually 50-50. You get a whole group of people together and I tell them to focus on green. Come and on. all of a sudden, the colony of cells switch over to Come it. on. Wow. So, so, so again, so again, like if you don't know that that's possible, You'd be skeptical. You'd be skeptical, but but Probably. the scientists are scratching their heads saying, I'm, we're up all night trying to figure this stuff <laughs> out, right? Like, what, are they, what are they saying is the cause of it? What there, they... there has to be some quantum entanglement, so we're bringing in quantum, really? quantum theorists, you know, theoretical physicists, information physicists. We have uh, you know, just all kinds of uh, different, we're doing uh, functional MRIs now, you know, looking at brains, we're doing, we have, we can, we can actually study brains when people are walking now. I mean, we just, we're just, we're trying to piece together 
what exactly it is. And and so to me, that's a good reason to get up in the morning. To me, uh, learning and discovering and creating and (laughs) every time we do an experiment, every time we do an experiment, we're never disappointed. And the cool thing about it, more than anything else for me, is that you don't have to be a Buddhist monk. You don't have to have 40 years of devotion. You don't have to, in fact, it's better off that you don't. A lot of guys that come that their girlfriends or their wives bring them, they're just like, hey dude, listen, <laughs> I have no idea, I don't know anything about this. Those are the guys that do the best. Kind of forced to come. Yeah, no, yeah. they come and they're like, I don't know anything, just tell me what to do. Yeah, they do yeah. exactly what we tell them to do. We had we had some really, really um, elite forces, you know, come recently mm. that, you know, that those guys had some, some rough roads, you know, yeah, with trauma traumas. and stuff. Yeah. Completely different guys, wow. completely different guys. I mean, completely different, yeah. I'm curious your thoughts on, I have two questions. One that just came to me. What is your, what do you think, if you could predict the future about what is coming of, in terms of discoveries in this work that mm-hmm. you're doing in the next 10 years? What's, think, what's yeah, possible for yeah. us to even go even farther yeah. than you're seeing right I think now? We'll, I think we'll have a very strong intervention in cancer intervention in like cancer. yeah yeah we'll have some really important data to show people that wow. that they they can turn that around we have too many case histories and we have too much really good data right now i think we'll i think we'll change uh, a lot with people that have chronic pain and inflammation where we have great data to change anxiety and depression without any exogenous substance uh, ptsd we have great um results with that uh, our our coherence healings where we're healing other people uh, blind wow. people are seeing. I mean, deaf people are hearing. I mean, uh, people with paralyzed limbs uh, are lifting their arms above their heads again. I mean, this is after 10 years of being. That's great. So we. I mean, I've seen. If you asked Joe Dispenza, two years ago, do you think you'd be seeing what you'd be seeing? That'd be like, no. maybe once or twice. It's just we had so many people step out of wheelchairs at our events. I mean, it happens. It's happening over and over. And over now. again. It's, it's 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 just part of the collective consciousness. And I think. More than anything else, collective networks of observers determine reality. Mm. And who controls the information, the right information, controls reality. And so my job, my interest, is to give people the information to empower them to be the creator of their life and not be stuck in the program that they Mm. need someone or something or to make them happy or to change their state. I mean, people are doing it all the time now. And that's just who we are as human beings, right? So when you say collective network, uh, I'm curious, can a group of people influence healing in another person? Yeah, yeah, easily. Like if they're all no, in a certain no. state of oh, yeah, emotional yeah. My answer, belief? My answer, no, no, yes. my answer is 100%. Is it a thousand, yes. it a thousand no, people? No, no, just, just eight, seven, six people with one person. And what would that group of people need to be thinking, feeling, being? Oh my God, you have to come to, to an event, bro. I'm, you, have I'm to be. you have to come. It, it, it's just like hitting a golf ball. Just learn the formula and get really good at it. And we have people that are really, mm. really good at it. They I'm can master hit a, the stuff. They can hit a target. They, in fact, they they have very little disbelief that they could do it. Right. And so, that belief so, causes them to create. Right, but yeah. what we discovered, it's not the number of people with the most amount of emotion, emotional amount of energy. That's you got a stadium full of people, and that's that's very entropic energy. It's the collective network that's sending the greatest signal. That's brain and heart coherence. Now that's information, right? That's what seems to 
entrain uh, matter. And it's learning how to send that signal with the right energy. Yeah, and it's right? just training. In seven days you go all in. I can tell you at the end of seven days you'll be different. I can I'm tell you that. For this. Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, mental health seems to be, you mentioned kind of anxiety, depression, and and these different states that people could come in with, especially people with trauma from the past, mm -hmm. whether it be ex-military, special forces, people mm -hmm. that see and maybe have to do certain things that they're not excited about and that has these traumas. Prisoners. Prisoners, yeah. yeah. Mental health just seems like something everyone's talking about with the rise of a lot yeah. of things. COVID, depression, social media, disconnection, all these different things. What is your stance? Technology. Technology, yeah. Just the feeling connected but not connected, all these things. What's your thoughts on healing these mental health challenges or we diseases? have really yeah so we have really good data uh, uh, primarily for mental health conditions like PTSD anxiety depression cyclic mood disorders you know OCD things like that but when it comes to psychoses you know we just we just stay away from that because yes. it's, it's a pathology at that point and you know people can come but they have to stay right. on their medications sure, and they sure, have to, sure. you know they this is just just a little bit of different game but if people have more depressed states more we have brain scan after brain scan the show that you could change that in you a can short, change it really sure so is this so a, like so like so like trauma it, like if you don't know, and again, I don't know everything. Yes. But what I do know is that when the brain starts functioning in a level of order or coherence, more neurons are recruited and bigger communities. And that kind of holism that's created is so important. The other thing we realize is that when people really heal their heart, they heal their mind. Like mm. There's no... I have no doubt about that. You cannot do one without the other. And when there's enough energy in the heart, and we we've seen this, we've we've got the we've got the technology to see that when the heart starts working, when people start doing it properly, there's this low frequency in the heart that starts to rise. It's only indigenous to the heart because they have their attention on it. Uh. Where you place your attention is where you place your energy. So they're filling the gas tank up, and when it gets to a certain point, here comes the parasympathetic nervous system saying. Get out of the stress response, get relaxed, and then all of a sudden you think that would be over. But it's not, then the parasympathetic nervous system drops down and the sympathetic nervous system comes up. And when the sympathetic nervous system comes up, now the person's relaxed and awake. Like they're really relaxed in their heart and they're really awake in their brain. That state is so much better than being stressed out and unconscious <laughs> in a program, right? So turns out, when you get to that state, when the heart starts informing the brain, it resets the baseline for the trauma that's stored in the brain, in the amygdala. It's informing the brain that the event is over. Mm. Because the emotion that they're feeling is dragging the body out of the past, yes. right to the present. And when they feel that glory, that really rich feeling where it's like, oh my God, this is something I haven't felt since I was nine years old or six years old. And it's this familiar feeling in their heart. The words many people use blows wide open. When they look back at their past, their trauma, the loss, the betrayal, the abuse, sexually, physically, emotionally, so many times the person doesn't want to change one thing. Why is that? Because it brought them to this moment. Now the moment is okay and all of that's okay because I'm okay. And they look back at their betrayers and their abusers and they have nothing but compassion. They see the, they see the whole thing. They're seeing their past 
from a greater level of consciousness, right? So, so now that it resets the baseline yes. and the event is over and there goes the endometriosis, there goes the suicidal tendencies, wow. there goes the rashes, there goes the gum disease, whatever it is, just, just the body gets an upgrade. It's no longer believing it's in the same trauma 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year because they're living unconsciously or subconsciously in that emotional program, right? So, so then, so then what, happens to, what happens to that person? They belong to the future now. They no longer belong to the past. And so it's almost like they don't even have to do much now. It's almost like they're happy for no reason. And, and they're okay with themselves. Yes. And when you're okay with yourself, you're okay with everybody. That's just the way it is, right? So you, there's one woman who told a story she had a lot of abuse in her life, mm -hmm. a lot of abuse by a lot of family members. And um, she was in her meditation and, and she thought, I'm, I'm doing this all wrong. Like she, the amount of emotion just came out of nowhere. And she was about ready to give up. And then she thought about the nine months or year, however long it was, where she never missed a day of doing her meditation. And she said it was just like, it was such a horrible feeling that she didn't think she could go any further. And then she just said, I'm just gonna go one more time. And she just went right past it and then heart blew wide open. Wow. Literally reborn, literally a different person. Like, like every biological condition that she had, every uh, 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 mental health condition. Gone. All the, all the supplements, all the drugs, all that stuff gone away. And so then the question is, what happens when the chemo isn't working? What happens when the radiation isn't working? What happens when the surgery didn't work? What happens when the, the ketogenic, gluten-free, vegan diet didn't work? What, what, what now? Right? What now? Because the cancer researcher on the stage with stage four sarcoma, she, she did all the drug and trials. She was a researcher. Reach cancer researcher. And she had the cancer. Had the cancer. Nothing was working. She did all the drug trials, all the chemo. She tried the, the rare, vegan, rare, she tried the rare, everything. The rare, rare gene, the 1.001% 1, 1 of the population. She's a physician. She's a researcher. She made sense to her. No cancer in her, anywhere. Not in her bones any longer. I mean, not, not, out of the bones. I mean, it's insane. I mean, you, you ask any physician. If something metastasizes to the bones, you're pretty much gonna be with that for right. a long, long time. All of a sudden it's gone. Like, you know, so like, again, those kind of things, those four minute miles, uh, give people permission to step yeah. into that same, same footprint. So what is the point? When all those other things aren't working, mm -hmm. and it only means one other thing, it's not gonna work unless I change. And nothing changes in my life until I change, right? And that's the, Thing that people start to understand. It wasn't about her healing. It was about her disbelief. It was about her emotions, that she mismanaged her emotions under too much stress. And mm -hmm. she's like, oh my God, nobody's worth this. Like nobody is worth this. This is not loving to me. I gotta stop this. I understand now what I'm doing to my brain and my body by doing this. Like, big moment, right? And you look around and not a lot of other people are thinking this way, but you come to an event and everybody is. But mm. out in the world, you know, it's just the, the, the program is like, you need something out there. That didn't work. We have something else for you, right? So that's a, that's a lot of taking our power back, you know, in those circumstances. I'm curious your thoughts on this. I've never done this. I have tons of friends that have done this. Um, ayahuasca and other types of mm -hmm. 
medicines, right? Yeah. Or um, plant medicines, I guess they call it, right? Mm -hmm. I've been invited a bunch of times. I know a bunch of people that do this. Um, I've just never done it. And I'm curious what your thoughts are on plant medicines in terms of helping you heal or, yeah. or can it really help you or is it more a crutch or... Yeah. Here, here's my thought about it and it's a, it's a tightrope for me to walk this. I think that a lot of plant medicines uh, fit into the same receptors, uh, serotonin and melatonin, and they tweak the brain to fire in a different way which gives us an altered perception from outside of ourselves, mm -hmm. which for a lot of people, we need that. Step away from where you, you're at. You're just seeing situation. reality from a different dimension. Yes. You're, not, you're not seeing it from you, you're seeing it from a different place. And, and for some people, that journey is painful and it creates nausea and vomiting and, you know, and some people kind of wind up getting really trapped. And other people have really profound experiences, right? So, if the person has the transcendental experience from the plant medicine, my most fundamental important question for them is, what are you gonna do with that? Right. Is that gonna change your lack? Is that gonna change your, your life? If, if that insight somehow causes you to act on it, because it changes your perception of the world, and it truly causes you to be whatever it is, whatever the, the, whatever the experience is, to, to take that piece with you, and use it in some way. That's great. But for many people, insight never changes behavior. Mm. Now you can understand that your father was overbearing. You could understand that that Saturn is in the wrong house. You know, you can all of that stuff. You could understand that you know that there's a, there's a chemical imbalance in your brain. None of that. You could understand all kinds of things, but that won't really change your life. Mm. Really, it doesn't really change your life. So. There are people who have done 65 ayahuasca sessions because they have cancer and the cancer hasn't changed. My advice to them is try something else. Right. Right? Just come on. Come <laughs> yeah, on. Like, yeah. let's, let's just, just let's make a different move here. So, mm -hmm. so my concern is, is that this is human nature. Everybody has this. You know, you take a, something and it makes pain go away. You take something and it gives you an altered perception of whatever. You notice that you got a change in your body. You remember what caused it. And so every time you feel that whatever, you remember to do that, right? So now you got a dependency on something outside of you. So, on, a, on a substance outside yeah, of you. Yeah, so yeah. right, right. So then, so now you need that substance in order to take, feeling, away, right? take, away, yeah, take away the other, other feeling. That's not what this work is about. This work is about actually self-regulating and changing that feeling without anything outside mm -hmm. of you, right? Mm -hmm. Does that create mystical experiences? Profound mystical experiences in our work. Do we have the data? Yeah, we have great data to suggest that those high gamma states, the person is having a full-on sensory experience without their senses. And the brain is not having a little bit of energy. It's not having a lot of energy. It's having a supernatural amount of energy, like <laughs> more than you would ever record. Like the brain is way outside of normal, way outside of normal like hundreds of standard deviations outside of normal in that state. So, so it's important then for us to realize that if, if we're using that substance to, to regulate our emotional state, I would say to that person, work on changing that emotional state mm. before you take the substance and then take the substance and have a great trip. There you go, yeah. yeah exactly. have, have a fun trip, right? <laughs> what is the, uh, the biggest fear you have moving forward? 
Um, I really don't really have a whole lot of fears in moving forward. I feel really good about my team. I feel really good about our research. Yeah. I feel really good about the way we run events. I mean, I've always, you know, we, there's always growth pains, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you know, we, we outgrow things and we have to do things different, you know, differently. Um, do you have any personal fears? No, I just want to stay healthy yeah. enough to be able to continue to do this. I'd love to get some uh, people uh, that I trust to be able to help me do some of this, you know, on the stage a little bit more. Sure, sure. Um, and I really want to make this work not about me. I right. never want it to That's be about key. me. Yeah, I want yeah. it to be about you, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I do really, you know, I do my best to try to be the example sure. of everything that I teach. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Is your, uh, is your age out there public? I think so. Uh, how, how, how old are you now? <laughs> My body's 60 years your bo- old. Your body's 60. Yeah. What's your mind? Oh, gosh. I think I have a pretty good young mind. Yeah. <laughs> your body's 60? Yeah. Holy cow. I didn't even connect with that when you just said that. Yeah. That's amazing. You look incredible. Thanks, bro. I'm about, uh, I'm in a year, I'm going to be 40. Mm-hmm. If you could go back to when you were 40, 20 years ago. Yeah. Man, you look incredible at 60. That's amazing. Your energy, it's incredible. If you could go back to 40, which I'm going to be in about yeah. a year. Yeah. And you could just give me some advice. Or you yeah. could go back and give yeah. your 40-year-old self yeah, some advice. Yeah. What would you wish you knew? And what decisions do you wish you would have taken for any area of life? Whether yeah. it's... Flossing your yeah, teeth more, no, no, or no, no. financially, it would, it would, or emotions. No, really, or... really would be to lighten up. Really? Yeah, just lighten up. Were you too tight? No, at 40, I was driven. Yeah. Right? I was driven. And it was okay because, I mean, I think, you know, being driven is really great. But then when I started to really want to experiment with creating from the field instead of from matter, if I decided to create something, then I went and did it. That I didn't let the creation happen because I got in there. You were I was driven. You I, were... Was, I was in the habit of doing it. Do, 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 right? So at 40, I, I just started to experiment with it a little bit more. And I, and I think I learned how to, I had to, I had to um, inhibit the need to kind of do it because because on some level I doubted it was going to happen, right? So at 40, I was just starting to experiment a little bit more with this. I mean, this is when I was, you know, getting interested in it. So I probably tell myself to lighten up and make it more playful. I mean, I'm really good when I'm goofy and silly and playful right. and curious. It's not really good when I'm like rigid and forcing. It's just not, it's just not me. But when people are act like childlike and they're playful and goofy and silly, what what occurs in life when they come from that state versus a driven state? I think in I think we make room for the unknown. Mm-hmm. I think I like I don't like I don't when I I mean you watch me at events I get really I'm tired and I'm super happy like tired and happy for me is like the perfect formula <laughs> like if I'm tired and happy I see weird things I have weird experiences That's I mean cool. I get I get a lot of weird stuff so so I mean um, 
because I think my brain waves are probably in theta, like I'm wide open, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but but well, I think it's so important for people to be curious. Like when I'm wondering, like I'm really mm. wondering, like mm. what would it be like mm. to have this experience? And I really, really go down the rabbit hole with it. I love that, right? Cause That's then, cool. And if I don't, if I come to a certain point and I don't know what happens next. I'm gonna go look it up. I'm not gonna get on social media and say, does anybody know anything about, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna own it. I'm gonna own that content so that when I sit down to actually create that experience, I have enough information to believe it's possible, right? Sure, so, sure. so I think when nothing is left to conjecture, when nothing's left to superstition, when nothing's left to dogma, and people know exactly what they're doing and why they're doing it. How gets so instrumental because mm. we assign meaning to it. Here's an example. You can take a person and put them in an ice bath. They know nothing about anything. They get in an ice bath. In a minute, they're going to be in hypothermia. And that ice bath is going to be really bad for them. Yes. Take that same person. Teach them a few things. Have them assign meaning to it. Make them look for the value in it. Put them back in the ice bath. Turn on the prefrontal cortex. And the prefrontal cortex will silence all the circuits in the brain that say it's bad for you. And now you'll get value out of it. It's the same thing. You know, it's the same right. exact thing. Right. So, so assign meaning to the act of creation, right? Like I'm never going to stop learning wow. about that. Because those are more tools, raw, more raw materials. So I would say people, you want to be healthy, you want to be wealthy, re study. Yeah. Get it. Get real. Get Learn. real with the process. Mm. So you want to become a mystic? Study the mystics. You, I mean, read about yeah. them. Then some, listen to what they're saying. Right. If you want to heal your body and your mind, then go study you and go to one of go, your. No, no, don't, don't study me. Go, go watch the testimonials. <laughs> yes. Watch those people. I always say when they send me the testimonials, that's like that's food for me. Yeah. I always say, I call them up and I say, she's speaking the truth, uh -huh. and it's not coming from me. Right. She's just telling the story. And I always say to people, don't, don't, don't ask her what meditation she did. It has nothing to do with it. It's how she changed, yes. how he changed. He's talking about change. Like this guy is stepping out of a wheelchair in Cancun with ALS, you know, or some rare, weird condition. He was in a wheelchair. He's walked up to the stage, you know, at the end of the event. And, he did, and I was backstage with him. He didn't say, how come not all the way healed? He said, you know, I'm just starting to figure this thing love out. I think if I can feel deeply, my body, it's going to be good for my body. It's going to be loving to my mm -hmm. body. And I know that I can signal wow. a gene if I do it. So he's like, he's, he's in the, he's, he owns a, 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 a juice bar and he's like in the game. Like it's, he's assigning meaning that mm -hmm. if I can feel the emotion ahead of the experience, I'm signaling the gene ahead of the environment. I got to get better at this feeling of love. I got I to gotta get more into it. I got to assign meaning to it now. Now I'm going to get greater value yes. from it. Right? I got to get it, right? And then the other thing, people come to a week-long event, they think, I, didn't, I don't think I'm changing. You know people, you know those people? Yes. Yeah. This doesn't work for me. That, 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 you know what? If you go all in, I can tell you that's not the truth. Right. So you're crossing the river, but you don't see the evidence yet. Why would you stop? It was like running a, running a marathon. You're halfway through and you're going to quit, right? Mm -hmm. You just keep, I, I can tell you there are dramatic biological changes that will happen if you go all in. Yes. The, not, in not in just a small percentage, in almost 100% of the people. Like everybody who goes all in has profound metabolic changes. So mm. Go all in. Oh man! Every time you come on, I'm I'm inspired. I'm 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 remembering so much about my future, which I love, because I think a lot of us are remembering our past and not right. our futures, yeah. which I love that yeah. statement that you yeah. share. Um, and 
it just gives me so much more hope of what's possible for people. Yeah. And so many people have been messaging me from the last interview saying, I went to his event, it's transformed my life, all these different things. And I want everyone to go to drjoedispenza.com and sign up for your, your you know, website, your newsletter, get on the list. So Because when your events happen every month, they sell out within like minutes or yeah. an hour. Yeah. So I want people to have access to it. Your books are incredible. They're incredible. Your meditation is, I think it's a must that people should at least explore and try. I love the morning and the evening one. Uh, there's so many incredible free resources. All the research that you guys are doing is also, I believe, up mm-hmm. on the website with all the mm-hmm. different research that's available now. Yeah, yeah, of course. There's Tons a of scientific research, yeah. Everything that you guys want to see is up at drjoespenza.com. Your social media is great, obviously, so make sure to follow you on social media. How can we be a best support to you right now for this next year before we get you back on in a year? <laughs> <laughs> be the example that you, be the example. I mean, show yeah. the world what greatness looks like. Show the world what love looks like. Show the world what patience looks like. Show the world what leadership looks like. Show the world so that you can give people permission to say, wow, something's different about you. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? I want about, something. I what want is that? that? Yeah. What is, don't go around telling people you need to short, uh-huh. you, know, get, you need to be, forgive your father, you need to shorten your emotional response. Don't do that. Show the world what it looks like. So they say, what is it? Mm-hmm. What is it about you that's different? Or yeah. the, the, you show up and you're no longer matching the memory they have of you. Like, Who is this person? Yeah, yeah. what happened to you? Yeah. Or, what, that's so important for people. Because that means you're out of phase, right? So the world needs, this is not a time to, to, to go to the Himalayas. We need you here. We need you here. Yes. We need you to be the example. You gotta, this is a time to stand up for the truth, right? And we gotta, we got to show the world what it looks like. And, and every single person creates that emergent consciousness. Every bird that's in that pattern, every fish that's in that school that are moving as one mind mm-hmm. and one heart, there is no leader. Everybody's leading. This is a time where everybody's got to lead. Mm. This community Absolutely. is the future. No, no health care plan, <laughs> no religion, <laughs> excuse me, um, no government really is going to take care of people the way they should be taken care of right now. And I don't mean that in a, in a secular way. I'm sure there's religions that really take care sure. of people. But what I'm saying is we, we need to create a collective consciousness and collective networks of observers mm. determine reality. Mm. Dr. Joe, I'm always grateful for your time. I appreciate and acknowledge you for the mission you're on. I didn't even know you were 60. I thought you were like 48 for some reason. But... <laughs> Being, uh, being how long your body has been on this earth, you don't need to keep showing up every month and doing these week-long events where you're on stage for 15 hours a day and, and doing these things. You've, you've got enough resources and abundance in your life. You don't need to keep doing this, but you do. And I really acknowledge you for showing up for people. We're constantly reinvesting in research to, show, to give people more evidence so they have more belief stepping into these things for themselves. And for giving of all of your heart and your mind and soul to humanity and to creating this consciousness. I really acknowledge you. So grateful for you. I appreciate you. Um, I've asked you your three truths many times before. So if people want to hear your three (laughs) truths, they can go watch or listen to the previous episodes. I recommend people check out the one on love we did a year ago. It's a massive hit. People are loving it. Uh, and are finding incredible relationships with themselves that they've never had and with others that they've always wanted. So thank you for your your wisdom and advice on love and relationships. And uh, we'll have to have you come back on more. But 
I appreciate you, and I'm so grateful for your time. Thank you, Thank bro. You, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it, Thank man. you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and inspired you on your journey towards greatness. Make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a full rundown of today's show with all the important links. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts as well. I really love hearing feedback from you guys. So share a review over on Apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most. And if no one's told you lately, I want to remind you that you are loved, you are worthy, and you are matter. And now it's time to go out there and do something great. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call. Text or chat 988 for free confidential support anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.